It's no secret the NFL has a problem with race. Think Colin Kaepernick. Think Brian Flores. But this isn't a new problem. It's one that started as far back as the 1930s with a ban on Black players in the NFL, with a past that informs the present. Blackballed is a new miniseries podcast from The Ringer about the four men who broke the color barrier in football. I'm your host, Chelsea Stark-Jones. Blackballed is dropping soon on The Ringer NFL feed. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom. Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. I forgot to take my headphones off during that stupid music, and now I'm in a terrible mood. Oh, man. Um, what is the deal with uh, Prism? How hot is it? Actually, that's where I want to start. I want to talk about Prism. I know pr- people get crazy excited. About- By the way, forget. No, Jesse, how dare you? Don't try to torpedo the show. <laughs> I'm having a boy. I'm going straight. Into- I will groom that boy to take that seat. Don't pretend like you didn't know it was a boy for weeks. But months. By the time I knew as soon as it happened. <laughs> it's called. <Stop>. Ra- <laughs> it's no, how, it's no, how I rule. No. Um, I will groom that child. What's the baby's name? We're going back and forth. Theo. Theodore. So Theo. I thought that was the not the not popular one. That's the one she really liked, but now she may not like it. I don't I'm gonna be honest with you. Trying to trying to find consistent answers from her has not <laughs> been the easiest thing the last couple of months. Or Luca, but with a C, the Italian version. Not this Luca Doncic nonsense. People will associate that forever though with you. I mean, I, don't, I mean, the kids, I mean, he's only going to be born now, like in 15 years. What's going to matter? Middle name. Got one of those. Michael. For sure. Middle name is Michael. My first name. My dad's first name. Conceded much. Her dad's <laughs> middle name as well. So it's a nice little tie in. Are you going to spell it M-I-K-A-L? No, I'm going to spell it like Michael. Like, Mikel. We live in 2023. That's how you should probably be spelling it. Why? Because people are weird these days. They don't smell anything the normal way. You got to be unique, you know? I don't have to be on any of those things. <laughs> I will groom him to take that seat. And if you are still alive by the time he's ready to take that seat, then you guys will have a battle to the death, a cage match. I've, this has been the whole premise of this podcast. When this came into my head in 2020, you wanted me to this was it. Battle your child I at want, some point? <laughs> that was, was the, the idea? What, we're supposed to be talking about cards here. What are you, what are we doing? I have so I many do want to card talk purchases. By the way, I actually, you know what? We're going to switch it up. I want you to talk about your little prism, uh, your panini thing. Oh, it's very rare. Yeah, I come in and you're excited about actual like hobby stuff. And today you were all geeked out over okay, there. First off, I'm very excited about a mini hobby things today. In fact, there's going to be a whole non-sport nonsense segment. Yeah, I saw um, that's I mean, Disney. I saw, I don't know what that means. I'll talk to you about it, but, um, the thing that Michael is talking about is Prism um, is all all anyone's talking about. However, Panini has also just released a new challenge in the NFT space. Now, stop right there. I know you heard NFT and your brain shut off. Maybe you're about to hit that fast forward button, but hold on because this is a little different. So Panini is doing an NFT challenge that involves a physical prize. Um, the Hoops NFTs, which I still have a number of. I think you might have in your account. I'm not sure. Uh, some packs. You're, <laughs> sure. You're a little laughing. monster coming out the nose. Okay. There. Um, we have some that we're, I'm going to be doing some giveaways in the next 24 hours. I think it's actually 21 hours. Um, so what did that be? About 9 a.m. Um, Central Time. Forgot the question. 10 a.m. tomorrow is when this challenge ends. They are giving away, if anyone can 
collect all 29 of the city uh, city edition of the hoops cards, you will get to go to a Timberwolves game, get to sit on the bench. I got 50 to, packs in here. When did this happen? Where have I back, been? Dude, don't even, please. I'm, I'm not going to say a nice thing. Um, Timberwolves game <laughs> versus Portland. Uh, this is on April 2nd. They are giving away to three different winners of this challenge, two tickets, all expenses. I think it's a flight, hotel. You get tickets to the game. You get to, like I said, uh, you get to meet Anthony Edwards. The they are you know starting to do this. Do you know his nickname? Ant Man. Okay, what am I looking for? You, I know you just said it, but I was trying to sign in. I'm the challenges for- in NFT. So if you go to NFT packs, I'm opening them right now. What am if I? You, oh, you're just opening the packs themselves. Oh, you want to know which card? Because I could pull these out the, the ones back, right? Yeah, exactly. So that you're looking for the city. Um, this one. Got it. City edition. Got it. So. There's only 75 of each of them, so there's not going to be a ton of them. Here's why I got excited, because found out about it. We were going to talk about it on the show. Got online, and people have these for sale already, but they're for sale for crazy cheap. Like, I'm talking 4 or $5 a card. I don't know by the time you listen to this. Uh, hopefully, you listen to it before the challenge is over, and you can still go when out there the and get them. When does the challenge end? Tomorrow. I think like it... I want to say like 9 a.m. our time, maybe 10 their time. Can you win this? That's, I don't know. But here's the thing. Oof, I have great. all the cards. I Wait, I, wait. So what, explain I, to me how this happens. Cause I have not, you know me, I, my ADD. If you, once you get all the cards, say 75 people get all the cards. Is there like a drawing to determine the three? That, that would be my understanding. Cause it just says you will have a chance to win if you were chosen. So there's out no of, way to, so you have no three. way to rig this thing. In our well, life. there is a little bit because Ooh, hey you can go Hey, um, no. I'm not saying you should talk, do this. Talk to me. Uh, if <laughs> if I were a winner, if I had already collected all of the cards, I could then go out to the marketplace and then start buying up some of the other cards to ensure no one else could win that. I wouldn't do that, and I haven't done that. That being said, that is something someone could do and then greatly increase their odds of being chosen. That I'm five being packs said, in. I've got a bunch of numbered cards. I have not hit a city insert yet. That's the thing. They're, I don't know. Like I said, they're well, out gotta of 75. Be, it's got to be rare, right? And I've got like, I think I still have like 30 packs left or something. So um, this afternoon, uh, by the time, this probably won't even be out. You you may uh, or may not be able to get in on this, but I'm going to give away some packs online. And again, these are new things that uh, Penny is doing. They're calling them for when it comes to basketball, it, they're calling them golden ticket challenges. They're doing one for UFC as well. Ultra rare coming up. Sorry. Good. Um, so UFC also has a challenge. If uh, you collect the the challenge, you get to go to the uh, UFC 287 in Miami. Oh, 287. Yeah. So that's coming up. They're calling that the golden fan challenge. But anyways, NFTs are actually paying off in physical rewards. How about that? That's pretty exciting. Um, they're, in fact... I guess Benin is putting a lot of money behind this because they're revamping the whole NFT site. I heard that actually. A lot of new features. We got to rewrite our script on the on the app, the sorting script. Oh yeah, when yeah, we yeah. do NFT breaks. So at the end of the month, there's going to be a lot of new features, a lot of really cool stuff. And again, I, I think Panini is listening to what people are saying. If they if they want, especially new people, like I'm sure a lot add, of you add listeners, physical. add a physical aspect, and this is one way to do it. So, I just pulled an ultra rare Tim Hardaway to 49. Did you really? That's pretty cool. Um, ultra rare again? Yeah, I don't know what to do right now. Just I'm in so a really much. weird situation. I think I'm just going to have to go out there and just put them back out on the market because I feel weird about winning it. I don't, 
I don't know what I would do. Like you and me go to this game or something. I feel like that would be people would call us out for being cheaters. I didn't cheat. I waited to the thing. I didn't even know it was going to be. Oh, a, I'm going to tell you right now. If I thought there was a chance I could cheat and get a free trip, I would have already texted Panini. <laughs> <laughs> think I'd be sitting here talking about this. I just do it quietly. So anyways, there you go. That is uh that's the fun, exciting uh, thing that I had going on. We'll talk about the other uh, exciting. It's a, uh, it's fun from, you know, if you like anything, non-sports cards, that's going to be cool too. But I think it's also a really good investment opportunity. But besides that, okay. prism football. I mean, I, I will just, let me just end it with this. I do like the fact that they're actually adding physical components because I told you this last week. Yep. We're going to start doing more NFT breaks on the app. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to start on the physical, but I told people we should just start doing physical as well. I mean, so, that's a thing. Like, honestly. Still together. Who cares? Yeah. I don't know. I, I definitely, Whatever. this being that there are actual cards out there that can like match up to this, that's where I think there's some kind of value to this. Cause if whenever they make up like random non real cards, I don't know. It just doesn't have the same appeal to me, but okay. There you oh, go. I agree. Uh, speaking of fraction, cause we're doing the fractional thing. Do you see, I told you earlier today, dibs went out of, well, dibs didn't go out of business. Uh, by the way, I just had a Jabari Smith auto. I think that's a pretty good card. Uh, what's it out of 99. You can see if there's any other sales. If you go scroll down, but I know, I know we got to focus. We okay, got to focus go ahead. up. Prism football, I've been getting in. I haven't hit anything decent yet. I'm not talking about the dibs thing right now. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot you were going into that. Yep. I just got a random message yesterday. It was like, you have to, you have till the 30th of March to empty the cash in your account. I forgot about this, by the way. Did it, you have cash? Yeah, I had, I had a thousand bucks in there. What? I put a thousand bucks in originally because I thought I was wrong. Like, it's very clear. However, I thought the dibs model of being able to like trade stuff immediately, like the stock market, yes, was just as good as the star stock model. I think both models were good ideas. The hobby didn't take to them. Well, now, granted, they did also didn't steal people and hold people's cards from a year like the other idiots <laughs> did at Starstock. But I did think the dibs thing was actually pretty cool. Because the dibs thing, wasn't it just like a fractional investing fractional. thing? Yeah, so it was basically like, hey, this guy, LeBron goes off for 50 points last night. Cool, let me sell the shares I have in a card. It just didn't catch on. So but I don't a lot. That's the thing. I don't know if it hasn't caught on because there's a lot of people. That's what um, Jake Paul uh, or no, Logan Paul, I think his company is doing. There's a few others out there who are doing this where they're buying up like a physical memorabilia investment and then they go and sell fractional shares of it. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they just didn't get what they wanted out of it. But it. I don't think that idea is dead. I guess not. But it does seem like the hobby doesn't care about it. Yeah, that could be true. Um which is fine, but like I said, I was actually kind of excited to get my money back. So if you have money in dibs, I would Go say if you forgot about it, I didn't even have the app on my phone anymore. I had to download <laughs> the app and scour to find my password, but I got an extra 980 bucks or whatever. Hello. So Very uh, cool. there's that. Yeah, Prism Football, I did want to talk about. Um, well, first, give me the pricing because I can see it on Panini's website now at 650 yeah. still. And that's the thing. Blowouts got it on there for 725. So, so one thing to the to the you know, card nation out there, just buy it from Panini's website. There's no reason to buy it on blowout or anywhere else at that price. Just buy it from Panini, six fifty direct. I also, I know people get super excited about Prism and everybody loves it. It's this amazing thing. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really like breaking it. I don't particularly like buying into it. I'm not that thrilled with the product. Never have been. I find it to be be vastly overrated. Unpopular take. There you go. That is a very unpopular take, man. Because that, I mean, that's what the, they, Prism is the, the darling of Panini. It's not my darling. Why, why, why don't you like it? I just, I, it's, 
I know you can hit massive. And a couple things, by the way. You mentioned you did, on the last episode you don't care for the signature, or that shouldn't be a big draw for oh, you. Oh, Kyle was right about that. Reno, Rhino, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't care about the autographs. Although we did pull a nice, we pulled a silver Eli auto out of one, out of a single box break. Tell you, people care about the Brock autograph. That puppy's going for some hot money. Get to that in a minute. Take a breath. <clears throat> yeah, I don't care about the auto checklist being crappy vets mostly and, and rookies I don't care about because you're chasing silvers in color. I just don't get excited about the silvers and the color in, in Prism. I would much rather rip Mosaic than that. I enjoy ripping illusions more than I enjoy ripping that. Like legitimately, rookies and stars I like better for a fraction of the price. I'm That's not, so I, funny. I just am not a Prism guy. It's not an indictment on the product. I think the majority. 90 out of 100 people would agree with you. And it is what moves the football market more than anything. That monster's kicking in and I'm a villain. Um, But yeah, I just don't love it. I bought some breaks. I was boring watching it. I broke a few boxes myself. Didn't enjoy it that much there. Good afternoon. Good evening. Is it just too many cards, you think, or what? A lot of cards. A lot of cards I don't care about. Man, that's so surprising. I would not have guessed that at all. I well, guess I don't it. know. I I think that myself and a lot of others would say the opposite. I agree. Their favorite product. What's flagship the, product? The fact that it has not sold out at six fifty to me is interesting. Well, I mean, but the class though, right? I mean, like that's it's obviously so much cheaper huge... than everything else. And I've seen all these other guys like talking about it lately. Like, look at this investment opportunity. Yeah. I mean, if it's sitting for sale at six fifty on you know a card website, I don't know that there's an investment opportunity right now. Not at the at least not at the price. I think it's at an affordable price still for Prism. I think if you like Prism, like you do, and the majority of people do, now's the time to buy it. But I would not be just loading up. I'd be curious to see where it actually settles here. Having said that, the pricing has been pretty good. Yep. I mean, Purdy selling for what today? That's the thing. You pull a Purdy, you pay like if you buy into a break, you bought, you just paid for your spot. But um, it's selling for forty dollars for his base, so that's come way down. It was like one thirty day of. And then like 100, a couple other sales, but selling for about 40, 30 to 40, depending on uh, where you're getting in. But the silver auto, I've only seen one silver auto sell. I think it was like $900. I mean, for that, a silver auto, I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what else is selling higher than that at this point from that. What's Kenny Pickett selling for? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Let me pull it up. I'm also curious what Desmond Ritter is selling for, because I, I do Man. still think he is the guy in this class to have. I did pull. You I had pulled, the Falcons the other day. I you, didn't get anything. That was sad. 2022 Prism Picket is. Um, let's see if there's any autos. There's a silver auto that is sold for seven fifty, and uh, Desmond Ritter is going. I'm going to say three. R I D D E R, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, that's Spectrum. No Prism is one. How much? I was going to say like 300. Oh, 175 was the sale yesterday. Yeah, I'm telling you, I think Ritter's the guy to buy out of this class. I, I really, I, although I like Kenny Pickett as well, but. Okay. Yeah. That's I it. mean. I pulled a Malik Willis silver non-auto. I thought that was a decent card. Nothing huge, but a decent card. Um, I think there was one. Of the, oh, the only other thing relating to Prism, if anybody is also interested, they are going to be releasing the Prism NFT on March 31st. So um, I hope there's going to be other challenges that go along with that. We'll see. Like hug Tom Brady. Is that a challenge? Why would you want to? He's probably all bony. I feel like when he's not like he barely puts on any muscle mass uh, when he's playing, but off a, season, such a weird person. No, you know, it's funny. You no Malik, to hug him. I'm the weird one. Okay. No Malik Willis Prism silvers have sold. Am I just missing it? How is that possible? I don't know. I literally just put in Malik Willis. Mm-hmm. 
How does Malik Willis spell his name? I'm going to guess that would be the thing. that You don't have that right, but maybe. Is it only one L? Nope. Is it M-A-L-L? M-A-L-I-K. I think I spelled it right. Anyways, doesn't matter. Moving on. So at this point, we are going to talk about Alt. You wanted to bring that back up? They reached out to me yesterday. They reached out to us, but that's fair. Oh, well, I spoke on the phone with the woman. Sorry, you weren't there, but okay. I didn't want to be on that phone call because it would be weird <laughs> yes. so to have that? both of us on that phone <laughs> call. What, so what is it? Because you always make it out about you. I've talked <laughs> to you about this a hundred times. They reached out to uh, Jesse and Mike. You're right. Jesse and Mike. I'm sorry. And 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 us spoke to her on the phone yesterday and we had a nice conversation. That's not true. Um, I, You know, I, I kind of still fall. I, although I was happy to hear that they actually listened to the show. Um. I still kind of feel the, the way I felt about them. I'm not thrilled about the whole Marvel pump and dump, which I think was was market manipulation last year. The alt value, I still struggle with these values. And I was, you know, did kind they of, give any information on it? A little bit more of the explanation of like how it's a projected value and, and different things. Again, it, a reasonable conversation with the woman. She was, I mean, she was well spoken. You know, explained some of it, but I, I don't know. Well, I, she's their marketing person. She's got to do that. Of course. But the issue that it comes down to, because after you, after we yeah, had you the episode, more. there was another guy who reached out and just said, hey, watch this video. He has some comments. He said a lot of the things that we did. He, there's a devil's advocate point of view of like, well, you know, maybe they, they would do this because the card hadn't sold in a while. So they're revaluing it at the time that someone tries to get an offer on it. The issue that it came down to though is, if they are going back and lowering their offers based on whatever the price may have been, are they also going to be doing that if it doesn't benefit them? Say there was a card that sold for higher that that hadn't cut, taken into account. Would that be factored in or, or are we not doing that? So basically it comes down to, can you even trust the price that it's giving if they're not even, because they've expressly said, we go back and check pricing when someone makes an offer or when we need to make an offer on a card. So that means that it's not up to date. And by the way, the card in question was a Jalen Hurts flawless RPA. So yeah, I do think if there's an old sale, obviously the guy was just in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And a BGS 9.5 had since sold, the BGS 9 had not. So I get the the correction. The timing was a little bit funny. So so did she give any other detail? I mean, like, obviously, I, I'm sure she was very nice and all that, but I'm just curious if there was anything that made you feel better about. The this. fact that they were willing to, they said they would be willing to have a conversation Really? Uh, live and like answer difficult questions. Anytime somebody's willing to do that, I feel a little bit better. But you I know, like know. that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Well, that's cool. At least uh, at the end of the day, your stance, the same, different. I still have no use for them, but that doesn't mean other people don't. I just, yeah, I don't use them. I don't see the need to. Okay. All right. I did Fair want enough. to talk about two other guys real quick or just one thing in general. I, I, I feel like, although it's middle of March, so I guess the timing is right. Baseball is probably where it's at. I've baseball. It's is, funny you say that. It seems to be the hottest thing right now, as far as like resale goes. No question. I mean, like last night, I, I did a big live sale. Too. I've done two big live auction sales this week. Yeah, it's well, and it's not even. It's I've noticed with Prism, especially because it's so so fresh that it yeah. comes out price spikes for like you know a day or two, and then it starts coming down. It which I mean, it's only been out for like a day or two what at are this you point. Talking? I'm, but I'm just, yeah, I'm talking about prism mm -hmm. and just contrasting that with baseball right now. So 
baseball, you see a car, it, it spikes and it seems to stay there. Like prices like Bowman's go up. best is a good example. Exactly. Of that. And then like, I felt bad. You can night. actually make some trades. You can do some actual flipping. You can't really do that. If the card price is only up for like 24 hours. So. Yeah. Like prism to me is almost, I think almost everything in prism you sell right away. Okay. I think, I mean, I, I think the price is probably like Brock Purdy. If you could have sold them for a hundred bucks on release day, like fantastic. Yeah. I will say I slaughtered. I almost felt bad. Although I bought three of the spots in Bowman's Best. It was a single box division break with Maddie over at Flushing. Oh, you bought into so this? So I got the okay. best division, the AL West. And mm-hmm. then I would argue the two worst, the NL East and the NL West. Okay. I hit a J-Rod numbered car that does like 150 Jeez. bucks, a J-Rod base. What else did I hit? I hit a couple Otani refractors that I'm going to grade. A okay. Vaquero. I think they're called Atomic. Not numbered, but like the Atomic look. Okay. Which was pretty good. And then something else, and I did. I almost at one point, I gave away some of the cards to the other guys in the break because I was like, hey, just send me the good <laughs> stuff. Like, I actually feel a little bit bad here. Yeah. I still, it has gone way up in price. Mm-hmm. I still think Bowman's Best may be one of the best buys on the market right now. Like, if you were going to go out and buy a personal box for whatever they are, 350 375 yeah, the amount of cards you can go out and grade you can get it for 340 on blowout right now. Oh, there you go. Even okay, so less than 350. Like the single box I broke with Kenny the other night, mm-hmm. I subbed 11 cards to it from one box to SGC. Jeez. So granted, they're not all going to come back 300 cards, but I, I think all of them are going to come back 20 to 60 dollars, and maybe a couple bigger than that. I'm, I have been very, very impressed, and that makes me curious what's going to happen next week with Gold Label. Like I think last year, Gold Label, crazy loaded rookie class. We're getting to the end of the 2022 baseball class. All good signs, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Next week's another big release week. I'm excited for that. We get some big boxes, too. Uh, Jeff over at Panini sent us. I think we got Prism, maybe Honor. We got some, hopefully I the package been shows wanting up to today. rip some packs so bad. I actually was going through my drawer over here. Like, so as you uh, don't know, because you can't see I can't this. can't believe you have stuff in the drawer and all the crap oh, well, on that's the table. The reason why it's here is because the drawer's filled. So I was, but I was going through and I was like, oh, I've just got like, people have just sent me packs of stuff that I've never opened. What's that pack? So this is like a 2021 Phoenix uh, football. Open it. I've got this. Open it. 2021, 22 photogenic basketball. Okay. Uh, And then I've got this Panini Prism 2021 pack. And then I've got like some. Open a pack. I also have some other stuff in there. Open one pack right now. Open Phoenix. It's small. Open Phoenix. I don't. I want to. I want to see these Jimmys at work. This is why we need to bring video back on them. All right. Oh so my. I'm. Oh, actually, that wasn't bad. Nice. Right along the seam. I'm gonna hang on. I'll give you the play by play. Don't talk. I'm gonna can, give you the play by play. All right. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Jesse's like, just All raise right. your kid and have him take over. First Terry, card. McLaren. Terry McLaren. Scary Terry. Little base. Little Randy Moles. You've heard of him. Little rookie action. Oh, with a line at the bottom. Who is that? I don't even know. Patrick Sertain. Oh, yep. I've heard of him. Heck of a cornerback. Trayvon Morig? Sure. That's, okay. That should be numbered on the back. That is numbered. Red rookie of, for the Raiders. Out of 250. And then lastly. Here we go. OBJ. Here we Hot go. Routes. Hot. Hot routes. There Pretty you go. impressive. All right. Yeah? You think so? The panini package is out for delivery right now. So. Ooh, honey. We're, so we're going to rip that on Insta or something like that? Yeah, well, I, I think we should box battle the prism so I can dominate. I also have like all these other ones because that was the other thing I ripped the other day with just you and me. It was just me and Mike on a Zoom call. It was the call was over and I had this box of Bowman Inception. I was just like, you know what? It's just sitting here. I was thinking about like doing this online, but I just want to rip it. I, I oh, you just did couldn't the help Inception? myself. And I got like, did I know about this? Yeah, because you were there and I showed you all the cards as I pulled them. 
this is what this is what I deal with. Um, Henry Ford. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think it was anything great. I think the autos. I have the autos because I don't have any top. I didn't have any top loaders that were that size, so I had to keep them in this gum pouch. Um, it was a Dario Lopez, forty out of ninety nine auto, and then you had to have gotten one card better than that. I got this Yahendrick Penango the Cubs? out of three ninety nine. Yeah. Okay, so no, you got <laughs> murdered. Uh, well, that's actually not true. Those are the autos. What was the numbered? There was a numbered. I did have first a numbered something. It was. Ooh, tell um, me the team. Don't tell me the player. Uh, actually, it's not even numbered, but Jackson Cheerio. Oh yeah, it's so that insignia on the bottom. Yes. Your, well, whatever side that is now, you flipped a card. That yeah, means yeah. it's his first Inception card. Yeah, that was like a ten or fifteen dollar card. Okay. Yes, you got hammered. That's fine. Well, you know what? It was fun at the at least. I even if it wasn't online, that's the thing. I enjoy that. I still like ripping cards, even if it's not for content or anything like that. The day I don't like that anymore is the day I leave, and your son takes over. It's fair. All right. Um, I do want to talk one other guy before we get to something else here. Ja Morant now suspended, although they're backdating the suspension, I guess. So he's eligible to play the 20th. So next week. Um, I I still am, am kind of curious. What is the deal with his pricing? You said you pulled up some numbers. Yeah, of his. it's not being hot. Um, so his pricing is at this point, I pulled up his, his silver prism and just his base prism just to double check. Uh, over the last few weeks it's dropped significantly over the last two weeks his pricing has gone down 22 percent on the silver um so he's currently at i'm sorry on the base excuse me 89 dollars on the silver over the last two weeks he's gone down about nine percent he's currently selling about 670 when's the last time a silver 10 was 670 can you see that last time before this Mm -hmm. maybe never yeah this is the like a two-year low? I'm going Give me back. Numbers. Yeah, I'm going all the way back. Be straight with me. The lo- <laughs> the lowest, man, the lowest this got to was back in March of 2020. Before the COVID spike. For like 935. Dude, I'm telling you right Actually, now. Actually, there's one, there's one weird sale. Actually, no, it didn't even get below this. No. Yeah. So, so this, this is, is the lowest since pre-COVID. Yeah. Okay. There's I, a 1500 in uh, PSA, by the way. There's 1500 PSA 10s. And these were 2000 bucks for a while. Like a main t- I know there was some higher, but for a while, these were hanging in the 18 to 2 grand range. Yeah. So there's 30 uh, Beckett 10s and 13 or 1200 uh, 9.5 Beckett's and then 15 SGCs. So it's not like there's a few of these. There's a lot, but. But cheap for a silver. But cheap for a silver, especially of a guy like that. Wait, his caliber. I know he's had these issues with the guns and the suspensions and the nonsense. Is this a straight cash homie? They are, I know I was tempted to, but I don't want to do that. They are the number two seed in the West still, tied for that record. They're 41 and 27. We've seen them win big playoff series and play well, and him particularly perform well in the playoffs. The kid is at an all-time low, and we're coming up to the, the wrap-up of the season here. Like, this is the ultimate comeback story for him, right? Like, all of a sudden, he comes back. Hey, I've put the stupid stuff behind me. I'm ready I'm to move new forward. Man. Yeah. I'm focusing on my career. And then they go in the playoffs and blow somebody out in the first round. I actually am thinking I'm going to go and buy John Morant, which I, I thought it was done because I just felt he was way too high. Yeah. At this point, I'm like, I don't know. Lowest in two years. And they're, again, the number two seed heading into the playoffs with momentum. Mm, yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to say the three words. However. Can I do it? Don't you dare. I do. I do. I'm starting to think he's like a good buy at this point. Cause I think now is the time to start targeting as hot as baseball is. I think now's the time to start targeting specific basketball players who are playoff bound. What so, about a base? Would you go after base at all? No. 
being ninety dollars again. Said no. Never gone this low for base either. So, man, he wasn't even close to this low at any other point. It's okay. Ooh, yeah, I would. It has to make sense. Like even on base, like even though Mike's not going to buy it, it would make sense that if silver's going to go up from the here, base would as well. Base is going to go. That's up fair, as and well. he's under a hundred bucks. That's wild. Yeah. Anyways, that was my one basketball thought of the day. Um, right. Basketball to me seems very, very stagnant right now, though. By the way, I, I have not—I I do think the market is kind of weird. So, uh, so at this point, can I do the nonsense? Yeah, go nonsense. We want to talk about Mickey Mouse. Uh, it's non-sport nonsense. That's what I'm going to call the segment. Whenever I talk about, because people have asked a lot lately about Pokemon, now Disney, and then some other non-sport. I cards. keep being told you're going to break Pokemon. I have um, I'm go. I'm actually uh, actively with, pursuing it. I. I have a case of the new product that comes in at the end of the month. That is already in the works. Okay. The The problem is finding... It's such a crazy popular thing. Like, it, guys keep selling out. I don't understand why it's so hard to get something at uh, a decent price. So, at this point, I am meeting a guy in a a shed or a... I don't know. He's got some closet I'm supposed to meet him at. Um, <laughs> if I don't come back, you know, I, this has been fun. I miss you guys. But, uh, yeah... This is, though, not Pokemon. This is going to be a Disney segment because one of two things. First off, a gentleman by the name of Nate Zimmerman reached out uh, to the mailbag last week. I'm assuming he he just found a mailbag and he wanted to reach out because this is not today's episode, but I'm making an exception. He asked about Disney, and I, I may butcher this because it's a Chinese product, but it's Kakao, Kakao Wow. Phantom cards. That's what they're called. It's a product that just came out like two weeks ago. <laughs> I know. Just, just I'm not bear no with me. You're doing so good. Because here's the cards are cool. If you like Disney, it's going to be great for kids. Um, the boxes currently on eBay, you can get them between two and two fifty. You can go on Dave Adam, Dave and Adams, get $250? them for $250. They're, con- they're considered a hobby box. Uh, it's a licensed product, supposedly. This is a Situation where you get 10 packs and it looks like per pack, you're going to get like probably one card you can resell. It's like there'll be silver or other, uh, some kind of variation that that's the ones you go out and resell. Nothing's graded as of yet, at least nothing that is sold. And you are looking at between 10 and $20 on average for actual sales prices for those, the one out of five cards you get per pack. The cards that I'm also noticing like the Minnie Mouse, uh, like a Woody or something, a, a few others. Toy Story Woody? Yeah. Okay. Some of these, like on bids right now, there's a Minnie Mouse that is 400 and something dollars. This is all raw. I don't, I'm just going to say this. I don't want to discriminate or, or be mean. Just do it. I don't know that I ever want to be in a room with the person who's bidding $500 from Minnie Mouse card. <laughs> I'm good. I, I just, I don't need them around my kid. I, I don't want to be around them. I recognize it's not a sport thing. It's not, but it is a hobby thing. Cause you know, who's buying these Josh Nichols, <laughs> big Mickey, big Disney big, fan. He's a Disney freak. Lot, there's a lot of adult Disney fans and I don't know. He's maybe, the only Disney fan who's an adult without a child that I trust him and his wife. I, I I'll say that. He took my, our family photos. Um, I haven't been to Disney I as an adult. Rethink that. I think I would like to go again, but bottom line, the reason what? I'm even talking, hold on. You don't want to go to Disney. Hold on. You 
A, I don't ever want to be around that many people who are seemingly happy. That would make me miserable. <laughs> B, you stand in lines all day. I don't know if you're- You can get a fast pass. I don't know if those everybody work. Everybody buys one. Yeah, everyone buys the fast pass. Here's another thing, dude. You have to buy the crazy VIP ones that are like a thousand bucks. It is then you stupid get, expensive. My too. sister did that with her kids a few years ago mm-hmm. when they had some cash. Maybe it's still, I don't know what they do, but yeah. Um, you're going to stand in a line all day in Florida. You know you're a sweaty person just like I am. Yep. The two of us, miserable, sweating, just to get on a ride and Can you imagine the content? Can you imagine the content? Just us. All the content is, is just someone filming two seconds of us in every line in the park. You, uh, this is not a joke. <laughs> you could pay me. You could tell me you get free entry. Okay. We'll fly you and the family down. Woo! We'll give you $1,000 cash. Woo! Free concessions. What? I would you had me not, at concessions. I would not go. You could <laughs> not pay me to go to Disneyland. No, no. Not Disneyland. Disney World. There is Which a difference. Which one's world? Which one's a Florida? Florida. Not a chance. Would you go to Disneyland? I hate California more than I hate Disneyland. I mean, you're not going to sweat as much, probably. It's a dry heat. Let's go back to the Disney cards for a second. Absolutely not. I would rather buy, I would rather have to pay for that Minnie Mouse card than go to Disney. (laughs) All right. So say you get 10 10 packs. So you get 10 packs of bucks. Let's say, you know, half of them uh, are going to sell raw for around $20. You make back half your money there. If you get them graded, maybe it's even better. So there's, I think there's a decent chance if you, took a flyer, bought a box, you're going to make your money back, if not more so. Here's the, and and what's also interesting is these boxes are fluctuating in price. They started around like 160 to 175. They shot up to close to 300 in the first week. And they've now, they for a second dropped to 200, but now they're coming back to 250. But here's my thing. Tell me your thing. Very soon in September of this year, you're going to have another Disney product that's going to be Probably the next most popular non-sport trading card game slash collectible item. It's going to be the Lorcana. It's that game. I think I mentioned it on the episode months ago. I stopped listening. I know. It's but okay. it doesn't matter because what, what, what character you need to is know. Lorcana is Disney characters. What you need to know is that it's a very similar thing to Pokemon. Okay. So it's going to be essentially the next Pokemon. It's a trading card game. The cards, they released some promo cards at the D23 last year. It's the big Disney Comic-Con type event. In September, they released cards. You can go out and get PSA 10 graded ones. You want any idea, Mickey Mouse, what that goes for right now? More than I want to think about. I'm going to say... Thousands. Like 3,000. <laughs> and they are actively selling every day. That you can get, there were six cards in a set release. What is happening? You can go out and get those for $7,000. Don't do that. If you do that. These are sales. If you do that. actually sold. I I want you to unfollow this podcast. (laughs) Don't do that. I don't want followers of the podcast. No, $7,000 on a rat. He's a kidder. So, yeah, I mean, and this is, it's only been going up $3,500 on March 14th, $3,900 yesterday. I'm, and that's just that's just for these the Mickey Mouse. Sales. Now, granted, again, these are the promo ones. These are the ones that people who were there got, but they are. It's incredibly. People are already pricing in that this is going to be a huge, huge popular product, not just in the U.S. but across the world. So, does this product, the Kakawao, have anything to do with that? Not necessarily, but the fact that it's Disney does make me think that if you took a box and put it on the shelf for a few months you might be looking at a decent return, especially as we get closer to the Lorcana release. There you that's go. That's insane. I know. Absolutely. Wild. But How many Disneys are that's there That's what in I'm the here world? for. The non-sport. How many Disney locations are there? Do you know? 
Uh, Isn't there one in Asia? I'm pretty sure there's one in uh, Asia. There's the two in America. I I, th- I want to say there's a Euro one too, but I don't know why. But I feel like Carlos knows this. There's a Lego World now, and they're making another one here in the U.S. There's one in Japan. The Lego. Not thing Le- I'm sorry, not Lego. Nintendo. Nintendo World. Uh, Would you go to a Nintendo World? Are there people there? Is it wait in line? No. <laughs> no. These are these are theme parks where there are no people, so oh. you get to go by yourself. I'd be alright with that. Yeah. Exactly. There's six Disneyland. Yes. Did you, okay, Carlos, did you know that or did you just look it up? No, I had to Google it. I, okay. He wouldn't just know that. I don't know. I thought he uh, might. But as someone who's heavily involved in a TCG community, See? people You're are right. very hyped for Lorcan. I'm so. telling you, Hey, bro. is he saying this name right, by the way? This Kikakawa Wawa, whatever he said? Kick- I have no idea about that, but uh, Kakawa. I just know that people are hyped for Lorcan, which is coming out later this year. Thank you. Okay. Are you going to buy a case? Oh, I'm going to buy as much as I can. I actually already messaged a couple of people. Hey, do you have any access to this? Is anybody? In fact, I want contacts. If you don't want to give them, that's fine. I'll start Me? reaching out to distributors. I want to see what I can do to actually get an account set up. Didn't I give you the Peach State one or no? No, we talked about it. You never did. All right. All right. I didn't know if you were just holding on to it because you don't like to see me successful and only yourself. But um, if you wanted to send it over to me, <laughs> get me to send you another check for this work job you're doing. I figured that was proof enough. I wanted to see. I don't know. It's not the end of the month. I don't want that check yet. Uh, so there you go. Non nonsense. Uh, non card. Non sport. Non nonsense. Still working on the flow of that name, but it's it's there. It's there. Um, by the way, I just sent you the application. So there you go. Let's say I never. I think that was the application. I think it's something. Wait, you just have an application on your phone? I thought you were I had it sent to me. I asked the other day about. Oh, that's what you were doing. Oh, cool. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Appreciate I want 85% of the profit. Sure. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom. Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Mailbag it is. Cole Benz wants to know how long do you let a card sit on selling platforms before lowering the price? I thought this was a good question. Do you have a... Oh, I'm going to be honest with you. I have a different take here. If I'm trying to sell a card, I have two different cards. There's the types I don't care if I sell unless I get like a a crazy amount, in which case I'm going to post it up for like buy it nows and just let it sit and I don't care. If I am actually wanting to sell a card though, you still have to be selective about timing. Like right now, baseball, good time to sell. Football, probably not, unless it's prism, brand new football, sell. Mm -hmm. So be selective about your timing. But once I determine the time in my head, like, hey, now is the time to sell baseball, I'm just putting it at auction and letting it run. I don't really like the set price thing. Oh, okay. Because if I want to sell it, Put it at auction, start and end it at a good time, take okay. good pictures, descriptive title, and let it roll. If it's a card, though, like if, I, if I'm looking to sell a big Brady of mine, yeah. I'm like, eh, I'd sell it if it gets for that kind of money. Then I'm just leaving it there forever, and I don't care. I won't I won't budge until it moves. So Now, is that what you're like? Because you have notoriously said in the past that you're not really one to go out and sell it yourself. You'd put it on consignment. Are you asking them to do that, or would you just say, you know, however, you need to put it out online? Like, not Ask Are you selling a- them— are you telling them to put it as a just auction? You wouldn't ever tell them to put it at a buy it now price. Again, if it's a card that they have, like if it's a really high end card, yes. sure, put it at a buy it now price. But if it's a card like, hey, I want to sell this card. If I put it at auction, I know it's going to sell. Okay. Be selective about it, but. Okay, cool. Um, Jeremy Moore, if a redeemed tops redemption card falls short. Now, this is a really interesting question because I've never heard this before. If it falls short of a PSA 8 grade and qualifies for a replacement through Topps customer service as per their policy, what should I expect as a replacement? And then he wants to know what 
metrics will Tops use to ensure a fair replacement? What tools do I have to make a case they generally, with Tops to ensure a fair you. replacement? They generally go by market value of a card. So I have an answer to that. I have oh, from Tops website. Not take it then, because I okay. My thought too is I thought it was PSA seven. So here's the thing. I can't find anything under the redemption section that talks about a condition? PSA or grade. Does it talk about condition? Uh, let me see if it's because I thought it was near mint, which a seven grade is near mint. Eight is near mint plus. So yeah, nothing that says condition specifically under their terms, uh, terms and conditions for redemptions. Maybe at one time it did, but it doesn't currently. Okay. Uh, however, as far as how they determine card value, here we go. They say that current market value is based on various factors, including eBay and Beckett pricing. I think you could probably make a case for like maybe card ladder pricing as well in there. But they're looking at current market. But they are looking at current comps. Yeah, but the condition, I would say, I don't, so Jesse didn't see that anywhere in the policy. I don't believe, if you get a PSA card fall, oh, oh, excuse me, he said fall short. But I don't think that's right. If a card comes back a seven, I don't think they're going to replace it. I really want to know where it says that. seven is near mint. Yeah, I can't find where it said it. I would love to hear more. Um. All right, next question up is Ryan Martinez, mailbag. With Prism releasing, should we see a drop in other limited products of rookie cards, like Spectra, for example? I don't think it's because of Prism. I think we're just going into the offseason of a class that has not seemed to catch the hobby's attention. So I do think we'll continue to see football kind of stagnate. Okay. Welcome. Next question. Colin O'Rourke. Wondering what can combination of Thomas Edward Patrick Brady is being thrown around for baby names. Colin, I don't have any say. I mean, you got a lot of say, bro. Next. I don't think your wife was ever even considering Luca, was she? That was her name. Oh, what what was the one that was your name? Theodore Thibodeau? Yeah, like 14 years ago when we got married, I was like, oh, I like Theo as a name. Yeah, that's what it was. Lots changed. Zeppi Borelli, where are you landing on the Jesse? Like, I know I've thrown that out there, and I thought maybe. I don't like the whole unisex names. Your family has got the cover with a Jesse, a Charlie, and a Sam. Mine which one's be, which? Where's the guy? Where's the girl? No one knows. Exactly. We so like, I don't. Yeah. I don't well, we care. We do that on purpose. I don't care for it. In case anyone tries to find us, they won't know. Zappy Borelli. <laughs> hey, I could see you being really good at hide and seek. <laughs> Guy's six foot four. He's towering over there. Where's he hiding? I don't know. If I hide at a barn where they milk, <laughs> that's a mean joke towards me. I could have. Were you just in. making a? I mean was making a mean joke. <laughs> Because I've been surrounded by Wait a minute. you. Did you just get? Did you just get insulted? I got by insulted a joke by myself. That you made? But that you planted in my braid subconsciously. That's on you. I'm using your words. <laughs> Zeppi I mean, Borelli. This is interesting. Zeppi's asking about shipping costs. Like if he skunks in a break, the breaker holds on to the shipping. You know, HTA is a product where not a lot of guys do. Does the breaker get to keep the shipping costs as extra profit? Normally on, e- and he's asking specifically about eBay breaks. Normally eBay, you have to ship something. So there should be a base card. But I'll be honest with you, back in the day when I was actually a heavy breaker, I, I just tell people like, why don't we just save this one another time? Like, what, what are we save doing? Save this for another time. I don't do want somebody shipping me a base card. Oh, I see what if, you're saying. I, I buy in and I calculate the the cost of the shipping. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I'm paying $100 plus $4.99. If I don't hit a card, I, I don't Here's know. the problem though, is with the modern systems that you're running. Cause like when you're just talking to you as a guy, yeah, that works. But like, even for us, for card shop live, I've got, I get several people reaching out saying like, Hey, I skunked in this. I'm not getting anything. Can I refund the shipping at least? And it's like, you know, a one-off every once in a while, I guess it's fine. But like, if everybody did it, it'd be hard, but it, it does make sense at the same time. Jason asked an interesting question too. Jason, Jason Tennant, Tennant. Have I ever cut myself while breaking? 
Have you? Only one time, and I don't remember it being all that bad, so it was okay. <sighs> I've cut you so hard. Greg Lance taught, Mike, did you ever not, uh, I'm sorry, how did you not invest in David Paz? Say the name, because I know this one. Future Watch. What's his name? David what? Pasternak. Yeah, David Pasternak, actually. Nailed oh, it. Uh, yeah, star rookie for the Bruins. Well, he was a star rookie back in the day. Um, I don't care about hockey anymore, Greg. Like, I was all in on Ray Bork. I liked Milan Lucic and Bergeron Someone's back in the day. last name was Bork? Ray Bork, one of the greatest defensemen of all time. Yeah, I know. He's good. Uh, yeah, I don't. I just don't. Yeah, I don't. Greg, I probably missed a boat. I don't care about hockey. Keenan Dion for a large Keenan. SGC. That's what I said, Keenan. We're large SGC submission. We're just back and forth. Uh, large SGC submission of inexpensive cards. Would you bother putting everything in a card saver or just penny sleeve and hold them until a standard card into a load, load them. them into a standard card box? I think either one works. I've, we've been subbing like crazy. We haven't even really opened up the SGC bulk thing yet. You and I need to talk about that. Like when we're actually going to start taking in like big submissions. Because yeah, I, think- I do want to talk because I've had some other people reaching out. And I have too. Like I've probably had. I bet I've had 12 to 15 guys. Okay, I have okay. A, a number. And if you are going to come on board to help with that, I think we could do it together. Your yeah. organization and use of Google or Excel would be, is yes. required. But I do think very soon we're going to announce it. Hey, just send us SGC stuff. Send us your cards that you want sub to SGC. We will act as the bulk submission person. SCN bulk <clears throat> submission. That's time. SCN SGC bulk submission. Oh my God, stop I it. sent him another 202 stop. cards the other day. I got another 150 ready to go. I'm, oh crap. I, am, I meant to say this the other day. My daughter is getting into cards, Pokemon of course, but she wants cards graded. I got to bring them in. Put them in, the, I got to put them in the pack. Your Charlie, your child is, is, a, <laughs> is your daughter. It's my gr- girl, it. daughter. It's exciting though when your kid like gets that. into grading, like or like not just cards, because like she'll rip anything and like love the card. But the fact that she actually wants to go and get it graded, because she's nine and she's like on the tablet going to eBay, and she's like, "All right, so how do I do this?" I'm like, "Just go to the sold. Make sure you filter by sold." Yep. And she's like going through each of the cards, like. If I get this one graded, it comes back as a nine or better. I'm going to make $25, except she has consistently told everybody this. Yeah, yesterday it was 40 and now bucks. It's at, yeah, it's 40 and now it's 45. She I gets think, the lying morning, treat so. from you, I think it's safe to say. I love the next question, by the way. Yeah. Cody James, worst player I ever invested in. It wasn't crazy heavy, but I did invest pretty heavy into Kyle Lewis. He's a dude who had a, he had a good mm. bat for the Seattle Mariners. He could hit home runs. I believe he tore at least one, maybe twice, tore his ACL. He's actually back playing now. Just nobody cares. No one cares. But about I got that, crushed. Yeah. Another guy I actually got crushed on, which is weird, is Otani. I bought a ton of Otani stuff that. early. Yeah. And after the first year, year and a half, it was like, oh, he's missed a bunch of time. He's not. The market was nowhere near what it is now. So I sold almost every Otani card I had at a loss, and he has played okay the past year and a half. <laughs> so stings a bit. Ouch. Uh, John Boren, what's the most underrated, difficult part of being a breaker? Sorting and shipping, and dealing with babies. Do you? Oh, in general, yeah. I have a great crowd. Like my crew is sure. not like this, but occasionally we'll get the new guy that comes in. Like, oh, I mean, I didn't even hit. Like, why would even? Go? You are taking a chance getting into a break. Yeah, now you can complain it. about anything else, though. Hey, I didn't like your style. I didn't like the fact you were singing Bruce Springsteen the whole time. Um, <laughs> I didn't like your pricing on the PYT. I wanted this team cheaper. That stuff I'm okay with. I never care. I shouldn't say this. I I care immensely. Actually, it, it, I actually take it really personal when a case stinks or when a guy doesn't hit. Yeah but I have zero control of what's in the product. That's the only criticism when people take it personal that I get irritated with. But the sorting and shipping on a daily basis is 
Yeah, miserable. Wasn't Although there, we're hiring people out now to do that. Wasn't a there a bit. guy recently who said like he got real personally upset when his son pulled some cards and there they weren't cards that he wanted? We'll talk to that person <laughs> on Monday. By the way, the cards the kid pulled, little Timmy, did pretty well. Here's the thing. Now it's hard to say anything because he's since posted like a picture, like video of his son at card shows. And it's like now that there's a face to the name, you can't. You can't, not that you were insulting. This him, is a but, challenge because he uh, can no, bring his could. kid on with him. And I will, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I blame dare. the father. I guarantee that kid is happy as anything <laughs> having cards. Stupid dad. Cage. Idiot. You know what I noticed? Yesterday, you posted the video of the babe, the gender reveal of yeah. being a boy. And within an hour of posting that, Card Collector 2 also posted a video. He's also having a baby. I guarantee my kid's going to be better than this. Here's what I noticed. I went through the comment section, and granted, he's got about like eight times as many followers on Instagram. The numbers were okay as far as how many people liked, how many people commented, if you extrapolated. But what I didn't care for were the people who commented were like people that we've had on the show or people we're familiar with. They commented on his, but not on yours. And I'm just like, I got a bunch of text messages from people. Did you get any from like the like and Jeff Wilson? Names? Jeff, Jeff Wilson and Card and Card Ladder both commented on mine. Jeff Wilson did. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, because I didn't see that one. I also didn't see. Well, and I went on his and did I started bother commenting. You? It bothers me because I don't want them to like like you, which is also a reflection of me, less than Card Collector too. I you just, seriously went through and looked at comments? Yeah, I did. I do this a lot. I do. I go through a lot of social media. It helps care. me keep updated on like if there are people actually that hate me or you or you know why we need to change. You know why I posted the video so I don't have to answer stupid questions in the future. What's Just, the, like what, what's the boy? <laughs> there you go. Go check Instagram. You I don't, dummy. I don't care if anybody ever commented <laughs> or liked that though. I appreciate the people who did. But well, there was a lot. Don't get me wrong. You had a lot of people who liked it. You honestly. I like you to say, know if people like us. I know how you obsess about things, though. I want Were to. You a, do you have a list of people who commented on his and not ours? Did you write not it down? a list? I didn't write it. Do it you have a, a mental, mental list? list? You're offended for my child. I just, you know, it would be nice to show a little support on both of them. He's yeah. a much bigger social personality than we are. I know. That's why I said he's got almost like eight times as many followers. He also so. puts the work in. Like, we don't really put work into our socials like that. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, don't let this bother. I, it's not bothering. It's just, you know, I thought about it. Oh, God. I just thought it's, about you're, it. You're upset. <laughs> you want to call it? We have one more question. I'd hate to leave it with just one guy left. Wow. Richie. We got four more questions. You oh, really? Skip right over oh. Ryan. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Ryan Van Oost. Yep. Whose cards will be more sought after at the National? Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields? Actually, a great like. Like right off the top, it's Trevor Lawrence. He's the guy. Okay. The team they're building around Justin Fields, and depending on what happens in the draft, I actually think, and he's much, much cheaper than Trevor. Mm-hmm. I actually think it might be Justin. Did you hear that? The Speaking of like building teams, Titans are making some decent changes. I mean, well, I say decent, like pretty big size changes, and Derrick Henry might be on the chopping block. Really? Well, just because like the fact that he is getting. At I mean, some point, you got to clean house. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. Okay. Uh, Richie Livret, seeing as this draft class is much stronger on the QB side, Fair. Stroud, Young, Richardson, and Livis, uh, do you think the hobby box pricing will increase back towards yes. 2021 class levels, or do you think pricing will hold steady now? No, I think, I think, not to mention we've seen such a bit, of, not such, but a bit of a letdown with 2022 product like we keep talking about. When people have the opportunity to buy 2023 and chase Huge name quarterbacks right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be very expensive. Yes. Casey Lee, I'm going to a trade night at my local card shop this Saturday. How do you negotiate or approach a trade Casey, without sounding like a jerk? But 
Casey, number one rule, deal with reasonable people. If a card you're trying to trade for is valued by that person at $1,000 and it's a $600 card, just don't waste your time. Like, I do mm -hmm. feel like there is so much time wasted dealing with unreasonable people. That is first and foremost. Also have a reasonable number in mind for your stuff. If you do that, almost always reasonable people can find a way to make a trade or make a deal happen. And if it's a PC card, by the way, I've learned this from personal experience. Don't be afraid to get overpay by 10 or 20%. If it's a PC card that you're going to keep and you really want, Nothing worse than not making a move and then regretting it down the road. So be okay flip, you know, paying a little extra ahead of time. Eric, by the way, wheezing forth, last question. Did you all see dibs shut down? I'm probably late to that news. So we didn't really talk about this, but are we, I guess we, we did. did. I would like to follow up, though. Didn't we have Evan on the show at one point? The owner or the CEO? Man, I think we did. I know we've talked to him like so many times like at card shows. I'm curious. But I'm pretty sure we did. I talked to his dad at the Mint last I year, know. too. I actually like both of them. Yeah, they're really cool guys. There's a lot of people in the hobby I do not like. Sure, let's name I them. Actually, <laughs> I actually really do like Evan. I thought he was a super. Vandenberg? Van That's very close, if not it. Man, I am there. You are. You're killing it. His and dad, heck of a guy. I believe, if I could be mistaken, I'm pretty sure his father listened to the podcast. Uh, he was. He was a fan. That's why he introduced him to us. Uh, I agree. I hope that I wish him all the best. I don't know what he's going to do if, if Dib shuts down. Um, I don't think it's shutting down. I think it's like moving to the other thing. It wasn't Dib's only got the big investment from Amazon. Yes. So there's no way they're closing. Like maybe they're getting out of this space, but they're not closing, right? It I mean, they're obviously not closing because they're still actively putting up things on their site to buy and sell. I Let me say know. this too. I'm not to like, I'm not trying to pump them at this point, but I will say I got an email yesterday. Like I told you like, Hey, you got to take your money out. Mm -hmm. uh, you have till March 30th. As soon as I saw it, I was like, Oh, let me go do it. I, I put in my bank account information, requested the wire problem, pro error. Then if I said error, if this keeps occurring, contact somebody, mm -hmm. I had somebody reach out personally by email, like an hour later. It's like, Hey, sorry, we had to correct this one little thing. It's good to go. Went back in. It worked. I, I at least, that. at least they are being responsive. And not holding up people's money. So. I, you know what I've noticed too? When back to that like second question we had when he was asking about the PSA 8 and you know how do they value and things like that. More and more often, this is not like the hobby is still very much a very personal hands-on situation yes. where it's not like, oh, there's like an algorithm that we choose. Oftentimes, I feel like you can negotiate with somebody. Like the, the fact that there is a, a live person that reaches out almost every time on card values and things like that. It's not just like a, Hey, this is what you get. Choose from these options. That's done. You could actually probably negotiate your way through a lot of different things with the hobby. There you go. Uh, next week, Monday, Thursday, we have cage lawyer on Monday. We have cage lawyer. And then we have our, our, our special, our special boys. Is that what we call them? I don't know what you're talking Interns, about. Interns, Max and Indy. Or oh, is that Max next week? Indy. Mac, Max and Denton. Okay. Yeah. Max and Denton are going to come on for your perspective of the hobby. Yes. Segment. Yeah. Cause they are young, but they are like very much involved with the hobby there. Denton loves getting signatures. He's an IP guy, big in person signature guy. Max has probably one of the biggest F one investments of anyone. Oh, I know. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's very, it'll be interesting to get their perspective. Young, young minds in the field. One last little plug. I know some people have already tuned out. The biggest, by far the biggest complaint we had about Card Shop Live when we launched the app was the amount of global pushes we were using, blowing up people's phones. Just to be clear, and a lot of people, I think, shut off notifications because of that. We have listened. Took us a while. We're a little bit slow. No mm -hmm. shock there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, we have eliminated a huge amount of the global pushes. So I would say if you had them turned off, 
Turn your notifications back on, especially now that Sports Cards Nonsense is like a major seller on there between me, Jesse coming on with Pokemon and doing his content stuff there a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Tim's coming on with me at Slab Strong. So the SCN brand is on there all the time now. And I feel like we've lost some of the OGs we had originally because they just don't know we're going live now. And I They're want back you back. Oh, there is one last thing for I a giveaway. Last thing, I though. know, but we have to because it's the last chance we have. Mosaic Hobby? Collect, yeah, so we're giving away another box, last box of Mosaic, Mosaic Hobby Basketball. Uh, there's going to be a giveaway post. $350 box. And f- there will be four winners. One of them gets the box, but all four will get tickets to, to the, Mint. the Mint Collective. And so. if you're going to be at the Mint, we're doing our live podcast on, do we have a time confirmed for this? Is it, isn't it Friday daytime? It's Friday before noon. I don't, I thought it was 11. I could be wrong. If you're going to be in the Mint, I want people there. I want five people. Preferably six topless men, J E S S I E. Just the incorrect spelling of your name. Just to, if somebody does that, don't. If you and your group of friends will do that, I'll take mm, you out for a nice dinner in Vegas. That's that's a promise. Don't he, he says that, and then he'll send you a Venmo bill. I've been there. Well, I never promise you a meal. <laughs> Good grief! All right, we'll be back next. Uh, yeah, having said that, what was I gonna say? I think that was maybe it. I don't know. I got, we have 20,000, 20, 2019 National Treasures Baseball will rip in tonight. A little different. Hello. A little old school NT. I like that. Uh, yeah. A bunch of other stuff going on in the app. We'll be selling there. Like I said, Jesse's going to be firing up Pokemon soon. Maybe we're going to box hoops battle. giveaway, Panini hoops, NFT giveaways. I'm just going to go on and join the room. You'll get free cards. Yeah. I like Hopefully that. Hopefully you'll get something for that uh, <sighs> grand, golden ticket giveaway. There was one other thing. Crap. Now I don't remember what it was. Something about a box. Oh, where are we giving away that box of Mosaic Hobby on our socials? Instagram, Twitter um, is probably where we'll post I it. I want to rip it live. Uh, I don't have to, though. We can just ship it. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe. But when, Jesse says like we, when Jesse says we'll see, he doesn't like you. <laughs> That's idea. not true. I just want to see what the customer who wins it says. All right. All right. Sports Cards Nonsense, brought by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. We'll see you back here on Monday, and goodbye. Have a good weekend.